All right, guys, welcome back to RTW's Wild History Ride. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And on today's episode, Will is actually surprising the two of us because he has not informed us what the episode is. And it's actually surprisingly, guys, like not super creepy, like for what? once in for once in the life how, here. How? Well, I, I I'm just, pretty uh, sure every episode that you've done by yourself, aside from one I've assigned, has been creepy. I'm assigned. I've assigned. It sounds like you're a teacher. No, well, I mean... Kind of. I'm talking about the pirate episodes and that, things like that's that. That's true. I enjoyed the pirate episodes. That wasn't a that wasn't a chore to do. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna talk to you guys, and I don't know if any of you have ever heard of this little lady here. Um, I sure didn't, and I was so surprised to actually find out like how cool of a story this is. But um it's on Violet Jessup. Have y'all ever heard anything about her? Nope. No, I'm clueless. I'm just I'm interested because you, you would not tell us what it was about. So I'm well, very there's interested. a little aspect of the story that I'm like, okay, like I, if I said something, they'd be like, oh yeah, like okay, I, I know kind of where this is going. But I so I'll, I'll kind of start in her early life. So during Violet's Jessup, her her full name was Violet Constance Jessup, and during her life, she mainly worked as a stewardess on ocean liners. But I wanted to tell you about this because okay, okay, let's stop right there. Okay, isn't it? It wouldn't be flight attendant. Is that what they're really called? So apparently, I, I looked up, they were referenced as stewardesses this whole okay. time. So I don't know. I don't know. if that, Is that an interchangeable thing for airliners and, and, and uh, like ships? I don't well, know. All, well, but, all it means is that she's in charge of maintaining uh, passenger comfort. Okay. That, yeah. that makes sense. Okay, I, would, I can see that. Okay. I was just curious because, you know, on airlines, they're not called stewardesses. Stewards or stewardesses yeah, it's like a, anymore. What do they call them now? They're flight attendants. Flight attendants. Yeah. So I was just wondering if but it was that, the, if the same type. If it was the same terminology change for ships. I don't know. I'm just curious. Actually, that's a good idea. Ocean like, attendant. I don't know. I have no idea. Cruise attendant. Oh, that actually sounds pretty good. I wish I was a cruise attendant. That Wave does attendant? sound pretty good. <laughs> yeah, cruise, Wave attendant attendant? cruise attendant is the best. I like that. Either yeah. one. Uh, um, so I'll tell you kind of before I get to the meat of the story here. I kind of tell you a little bit about her early life. So. <laughs> Her early life is also kind of like, ugh, whatever. Um, Violet was born on October 2nd, 1887 near, oh goodness, I need Thomas to read this, uh, Bahia Blanca, I guess? Bahia Blanca, Argentina. I can't see his computer. So I know, it's a B-A-H-I-A. It. I don't think there was any accent. Don't, don't, don't try and spell it to me. It's not going to help. I don't think there was I any. I have to look at the word. Yeah, I don't think there were any accents on that. I think okay. I'm actually maybe yeah. saying it right for once in my life. Okay. Um, she was the oldest daughter of Irish immigrants William and Catherine Jessup, and according and listen, I'm I'm gonna say like, according to her Wikipedia page, Wikipedia was good. And I, I kind of uh, looked at Wikipedia and several other, um, you know, websites with this too. But Wikipedia did seem to corroborate all of the other sites, so it had a little bit more info in there. So I kind of looked at it. Okay. But um, she was the first of nine children that the family ended up having, but only six of these children, including Violet, survived. So apparently she became ill as a child at some point and even was suspected as to having tuberculosis. Ooh. Oh my goodness. So her doctors apparently didn't even think that she would survive this, but listen, a testament to her in this story, she survived it. And um, that's a testament to her will to live. Okay. So when Violet was 16 years old, her father died due to complications from a surgery. So Violet moved to England with her family and she actually started going to a convent school and taking care of her youngest sister. Her mom actually was working as a stewardess at the, at, on, you know, at mm-hmm. the sea or whatever. Yeah. And so she kind of ended up following in her mother's footsteps. Ooh, attendant at sea. I know. Oh, that actually does sound good. We'll <laughs> call them attendants at sea. Um, so her mother was an attendant at sea. 
<laughs> a short time later, Violet herself took up the mother's mantle as a stewardess because her mother attended at sea, and her mother beca- because her mother became ill. So Violet dropped out of school to pursue this job. And what a cool job to pursue. I feel like that you would get all the travel that you ever yeah. wanted. Yeah, true. So um, her first uh, stewardess position was with the Royal Mail Line um, aboard the Orinoco in 1908. So the Royal Mail Steam Packet Company, was where she worked, was a British shipping company founded in London in 1839 by James McQueen. Do y'all know James McQueen at all? Nope. No. I didn't either. Um, his uh, Wikipedia page. And I know, listen, I, I will say this. The only reason I've been using Wikipedia more is because I saw there's another podcast that I listened to, My Favorite Murder. I'm shout, shouting it out. Um, they use a lot of Wikipedia and they're like, listen, they're like, we're not professionals. We're just looking at stuff that we yeah. think is good. So I'm looking well, at it. My only problem with Wikipedia is it is very, very unreliable with certain things. Well, true. But I was I, like, I mean, if you go and look on certain pages, which you and I will discuss later, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they are very unfactual. Well, I feel like in pop culture, it's more so like I, would, I wouldn't trust it. I feel like with, historical things typically which i know grain of salt on that one yeah but um some of the things i've looked at i'm like oh yeah that actually you know kind of coincided pretty well or you know uh was good good uh research but um he was a so uh, james mcqueen he was a scottish geographer political campaigner banker he was a caker a baker a candlestick maker all these things so he mm-hmm. founded the colonial bank that operated in British in the British territories yeah. um, in the West Indies, and I think in the 1800s. So that was just an aside on him. So Violet's working for this company. She's doing her stewardess job, and I'm sure she's learning a lot, all that good stuff. So she takes a job on the RMS Olympic in 1911. So this was actually the largest. Uh, it was quote civilian liner at the time. So on September twentieth, nineteen eleven, the ship that she was on collides with a British warship called the HMS Hawk. And although there were no fatalities and the ship didn't sink, it actually was able to make it back to port. Um, I'm sure this scared her. <laughs> like this would scare yeah. me. Like if, I've always yeah. been afraid on a cruise liner. If I got, I don't know if y'all have that same fear I've never at been all. On a cruise liner. Don't ever. It's the worst like, experience ever. <laughs> That's what everybody tells me. Uh, I don't know. Rhonda, what do you think about him? You know, if you've had a good experience on a cruise, you'd probably feel a little bit differently than I do. But my only experience was not a good one. We referred to it. It was a company meeting. We referred to it as the Poseidon Adventure. You know, anything we could come up that was derogatory because it was. It was that bad. It was that bad. It was at near at the end of hurricane season. And we were definitely caught up in a storm and had to stay in port longer than usual. My entire childhood, you always referred to it as the cruise from hell. Yes. The Poseidon yes. is so funny because I know exactly what she's yes, talking about. And I yeah. probably yeah, I probably shouldn't say Poseidon Adventure because that is, you know, taken. Yeah. <laughs> but definitely the cruise from hell. Yeah. And like I said, it, the storm was so bad we had to stay in port longer than usual. And you guys and it was were all vomiting everywhere. That too. There well, was, you know, it, it was projectile stuff. Horrifying. Well, just think of how bad it is as like, you know, a person on the ship versus or like, you know, versus a worker. Like just think you're also you're like probably hating it and, and also being this, a worker. Her cruise is like 80 years after violence. Oh, yeah. Where true. technology has improved and true. things are just a little better. So, but, but somehow I do have a feeling I know where this is going. I do too. Y'all but know. Anyway, I think, unless you got a big curveball on I me. I think y'all might know. So I'm sure this scared her, but I, you know, I would be at least, you know, cognizant of that, that like, oh, I'm on, you know, now that it's happened, I'm like, okay, that's my one. That's my one and done. I'm done. My ship got hit. It's great. That's, it's over. It's in the past. Maybe it's just a fluke. So, 
Violet continued working on the Olympic until she could be transferred to another ship. So in 1912, (laughs) she finally transferred to what I'm sure is a safer ship. Thank God. It was called the Titanic. Oh, my God. Have you guys ever heard of this ship? Vaguely. I I don't think I I know this ship. I knew it. So I'm sure she did not know it either. Uh, So... This next little bit of info, I kind of wanted to do a little background on the Titanic. We know, everyone knows the Titanic. It sank. It sank. That's all you need to know. It split in two and was swallowed by the sea. Oh, that is so scary. I remember, like, I will say, like, the movie scared me as a kid. Well, it should. Well, I was just, it made me not want to go on a cruise. Yeah. Um, So this was on history.com. It was originally published in 2009. I think it's been updated a couple times since then. Um, But the Titanic was a luxury British steamship that ended up sinking on April 15th, 1912, after um, striking an iceberg, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, more than 1,500 passengers and crew were killed. Um, the boat itself was a product of intense competition with other shipping lines in the early 20th century and was seen as a marvel of ingenuity, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know we've heard. And the unsinkable, uh-huh. unsinkable was another thing. Yep. So many on the boat were like high-ranking officials, wealthy industrialists, dignitaries, celebrities. You know, you had, and then you had the peons like us that would have been in like yep. whatever cabin. Steerage. The yeah. steerage. They're like, hey, you could be with, I don't know. I'm sure there were animals somewhere on the ship. Yep. That's where we'd be. Um, so passengers traveling first class, according to history.com, actually were up to 44% more likely to survive than the other passengers on the ship. Yeah. Okay, but even 44% is not that great. No, yeah, that's true. That's, like, that's less not than 50-50. Well, I, I mean, mean, I feel like 50-50 death live. <laughs> like, I feel like, you know, that's like kind of it anyway. So I don't know. I guess they had like slightly better options. Um, so the Titanic was seen as an unsinkable ship, as we've said. But according to some hypotheses, the design on the boat doomed it from the start. Um, the ship itself had a double bottom and 15 watertight bulkhead compartments. Um, they were equipped with, quote, electric watertight doors that could be operated individually or simultaneously by a switch on the bridge. So I guess if, like, you had water in there. Yeah, you could shut off you the could one shut that it had off. water in it, or you could shut all of them. Yes. Make sure water couldn't get in. To make yeah. him like be safer. Yes. So there was a problem with this, however. The individual bulkheads were watertight, yes, but the walls separating the bulkheads only extended a few feet above the water line. So water could just start collecting in one part of the ship and pour over into the other. Yep. So it like, it, and we've seen that, I think, you know, like as one feel, and that, that kind of what is what made the Titanic like sink forward a little bit. You remember in the movie? Yep. And then it like, goes into you know yeah so now we're back to violet <laughs> she's on this unsinkable ship named the titanic i'm sure everything's gonna go great that she definitely thought was so much safer and she bless her one. heart i felt like y'all reading this story i'm like this is crazy so um she starts work on the titanic on april 10th on the boat and then four days later the boat itself you know struck the iceberg somewhere in the north atlantic and then Violet actually, like after the initial strike happened, was pretty lucky. Like she, um, she had a memoir that she wrote, and she wrote about how she was actually ordered into one of the lifeboat. I think it was uh, the 16th lifeboat um, on the ship, and it was actually she was given a baby to like hold. Yeah. And you know, in the movie Rhonda, I'm sure you remember it too. It's like, oh, you know, me, uh, women and children, you know, first. So right. she was one of the ones. Yeah. So lucky for her. Oh, yeah, lucky because I'm sure. Uh, probably the crew was not the first 
no, thought no, of. No. So she's lucky. Because they had to, like, I think, wait there until, you know, everyone else would have technically been off board. But also, wasn't it a thing with the Titanic? And I should have looked this up. I, I figured if I ever wanted to do a Titanic episode, I could probably do it. Um, but I don't think there were enough lifeboats, right? No, there right. weren't. So, right, and the and the ones that they did have, I don't. They did not feel completely, or at least that's that. What's the movie said? That's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Goes on in the movie. Going on in the movie there. But you also got to remember, there's the chaos of the fact that the ship's sinking, and you've got people scrambling to survive and fighting and arguing and all sorts of chaos going on. So you're just going to pack them as full as you can and drop that, so you know those people survive. Exactly. So I mean, exactly. Yeah. If, you, if you manage to get five people on before the next guy tries to knock his way in, and yeah cutting line you got y'all and i'm sure like the pandemonium on that boat oh yeah you know um but yeah like if if i was the one that's trying to get people on if i saw some big dude trying to push through and get on yeah i'd just drop the boat i I, the lifeboat i'd say nope that's as many people are getting on it's gone that sucks too because you're like what you you think you're like uh, in like in that moment too i'm sure like you know thank god you know she's probably like the only time I'm happy to be a woman in 1912, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, goodness. Probably. Rhonda was smirking. I saw it <laughs> over there. Um, so she was given a baby to kind of hold um, as she was like lowered into the water. And eventually she and others were saved by, I think, like a, a sister ship called the Carpathia and taken mm-hmm. to New York City on April 18th. And so after the tragedy, Violet returns to Southampton. But her story doesn't end there. So... If it doesn't all end well for Violet after she makes, or it doesn't all end for Violet after she makes it back to Southampton. So, oh my uh, God. so after this, she uh, enlists. You know, the World War One comes around. Yeah. So she enlists as a stewardess for the British Red Cross. I also think that she was a part of, um, like, she was. A, it said a nurse as well. So I think that, like, yeah. you know, fun, she worked in in the British Red Cross, like, because the Red Cross, you think nurse, and yeah, that stuff. Yeah. So weirdly enough, she was stationed on what was called the HNHS Britannic, uh, which was also the younger sister ship of the Titanic. Somehow, yeah. I would think she would have had a career. Choice, oh, change, uh, what, choice, what would change. her career change? Like, can I uh, flipping burgers? What the time? But wouldn't yeah, you know around yeah. then? I guess. Yeah, I, I think I'd rather I drive an ambulance or in the front. I mean, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather just hold the gun and go. <laughs> Give her a gun. She, uh, she's lucky at, enough. At this point, yeah, I'd choose the gun over the boat. Oh, it, it had a so this ship, the uh, Britannic, had been. Um, converted into a hospital ship to help the war efforts. So Violet was once again destined to be on another sinking ship as the ship suspect unexpectedly encountered a deep sea mine and sank in the uh, Aegean Sea. Or Aegean Sea? I think Aegean, yeah. Aegean. So it sank. So the boat itself sank within about... Violet... I'm telling y'all this this light. She's like, no, that's not right, or something like yeah, that. I'm sure. Yeah, the uh, the lights flickering again, I, and I, I thought it was lightning because we oh, do have too. storms right now. I did too. But the the light is flickering, and I kind of want to take a picture of it. <laughs> Will's trying to focus. I'm like, Violet's like looking at me right now. Um, so the boat itself sank within 55 minutes, and Violet oh managed God. to make it to a lifeboat uh, with this sinking as well, but she was nearly sucked into one of the boat propellers oh and narrowly gosh. escaped with her life. So she actually had to jump from the lifeboat, and she suffered a traumatic head injury because of this, but she did recover, but it is safe. She didn't quite escape this one, you know, scot-free. Yeah. Um, so 30 people of the 1,066 uh, that they were on board were killed and the sinking of the ship has even been covered in like some documentaries like as recently as like 2016 so if y'all ever want to like what oh she stopped she's like oh yep yeah that's right um so violet after this was dubbed miss unsinkable 
I think that's great. And she continued to work on the White Star Line and other shipping companies, even going on two round-the-world cruises on a ship called the Belgian Lind. Um, she eventually retired to Great Ashfield, Suffolk in 1950, and she ended up dying of congestive heart failure in 1971 at 83. But what a whirlwind of a life. Yeah, that's kind of... Uh, well, I mean, even for that time, that's pretty long life. Yeah. And the things she experienced... Three ships, three shipwrecks. Yep. Could y'all imagine though, like hearing her tales after after number three? I'd never get on a boat. Again. No, true. She, Honestly, I, after number one, I'd never get on a boat. Again, well, yeah, I feel like my first and last. It would be my first and last. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, uh, she even said though that they, there was like I think later. I don't have this like directly in my notes, but I remember seeing it in another article. Um, you remember that baby or whatever yeah. that? So apparently and allegedly later in her life, she said like I think in her memoirs or like an interview or something said that one night she got a call from a person that was suspectedly like, or that baby or whatever Mm -hmm. that she saved. Yeah. But she kind of attributed it to like, Oh, I think it was a whole bunch of the town's kids like kind of Mm. saying something or like, yeah, but it would have been cool if that would have been like, true, you know, but, um, I thought that was just interesting. I'm like three sinkings. Oh yeah. And she's just survived and she survived miss unsinkable. But I think that's that's great. That's impressive. I think the name, if we do name it's miss unsinkable Violet Jessup, I think that'd be a good name. Miss unsinkable. The, uh, Cruise attendant. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, no. What did we say? It was the uh, the attendant at sea. The attendant at sea. Oh, yeah. there we go. We'll have to Miss say Unsinkable, it. the attendant the, at sea. Yep, okay. that'll be it. Fine. But I, I don't I know. I will that, name it. That's all I have. But yeah, the two. I used uh, three articles. I used like you yeah. know the Wikipedia we'll, pages. We'll add it to the summary. So yeah. But that was it. I, I don't know if y'all liked it. I hope y'all did. That's right. pretty interesting. That though. is. <laughs> I just can't imagine. I mean, three major sinkings. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like major, like uh, to the point where like, I think all of them have been covered in documentaries, like yes. their own separate documentaries. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I have. But she, uh, what a cool lady. That's so cool. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. We'll uh, catch you next time. That's the end of the episode. Go download Small Town Missing. Yes, yes. Oh, do that's not, right. Do not yes. forget to check out Small Town Missing. We are still uploading some of its episodes onto RTW. Yeah. But the full series is on its own channel, Small Town Missing. So check it out. We upload, we're doing the alternating schedule, one week RTW, one week Small Town Missing. Uh, check out our Instagram. We are doing, we're keeping things on RTW's Wild History Ride mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. Instagram. And, and please comment. We yeah. would love to know what everyone thinks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And how we can approve. Yeah, because we can see views and stuff, but we want like, a, especially for things that you guys are interested in, you know? Yeah. So that's but, what we want. But all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.